Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah. Uh, Shreve Shah's done an incredible job getting these guys ready. Uh, we were young, and the, you know the experience has to come in game time. You know that's that's where you know in the past our true freshmen that's where they learn the most is is just game time experience, and this will be a learning experience for them. But uh, like I said, Coach Shaw's done a great job of getting them ready to play, and we're excited to see them you know under the lights. That's Morgan Scally. Fetch coordinator at the U and PK. The only question is, yeah, when they get that experience, how are they going to give it up? How many times do they have to be torched to get the experience? Or that one time they get beat, there's pressure on the quarterback or the ball's overthrown, so it doesn't really matter, and they can learn a more painless lesson. When they get that experience, how many times are they going to give it up? Is that what you said? No, not exactly. That's exactly what you said. Well, then you know what I meant. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. That's why I asked that. How many big plays are they going to give up as they get that experience? Now I know. You can make a mistake, but if the quarterback overthrows everybody or throws it out, you know, it's down the sideline, throws it out of bounds. All right, you can learn, and it's second and ten. Or you can learn after the seventy-five yard touchdown pass, and it's seven to nothing. Well, and yeah, th- but uh, you could be a senior and give up a 75-yard touchdown pass. No, you've learned in your experience. <laughs> By then, you're locking them down. By then, you're baiting that Washington quarterback to throw the ball to the sideline. It's a pick six. Seal the deal. And then you're baiting that Oregon quarterback and Texas quarterback to torch you. So, uh, you know, it just depends. I mean, that's it's that we always hear, particularly from Sharif, likes to say that uh, his boys, as he calls them, they need to have short memories. So, yeah. This is going to be a process, but I don't know that it was going to be anything different in, in terms of where you were going to get that development. It was only going to come out on the field. It can only come through with so much practice. Practice as a ceiling, and game time is where it matters. And sure, they'll get burned a time or two. I don't think that, you know, even if that 75-yard touchdown is complete, if you win the game, that's really all that matters. So I think that's what will happen on Saturday, and they'll get that experience. That's why, for me, I, I've been I've been saying this year counts. Certainly, like we just said, Riley Jensen, COVID or not, you don't want a two and whatever. How many games you're playing depends on what uh, division or what conference you're in. So for me, it's not a th- completely a throwaway season, but I think that they're really gearing up for next year. There's no reason why they don't go four and two minimum this year. But then next year they come back with a legitimate chance to really just compete nationally. Not just win the South, which they've already accomplished a couple times, but be back in the hunt in November again for the college football playoff. And I suspect that next year can bring that. University of Utah announcing head coach Kyle Whittingham has signed a contract extension that will run through the 2027 season. It adds four years to his current deal. Total value of the deal estimated to be worth upwards of, hold on, PK, hold on to something, estimated to be upwards of $40 million if he completes the entirety of the contract. Stunned silence after $40 million? <laughs> Well, this is a man who has no financial worries. Right. When you have no financial worries, you know, another whatever million, great. 
but the bottom line is he's not worried about uh, the, the pandemic and what's going to happen, or he's not worried about a new owner comes into his company, what's going to happen. Uh, he's not worried about next month financially. So the money doesn't really get me involved because, I mean, he's got other things. I mean, I know of other stuff that he has investment-wise and other businesses that he's involved in. It's not about the money here for me because he's already got that incredible financial freedom. So $20 million, $40 million, really, uh, what's the difference? You can just have more security on top of the incredible security that you already have. It's a question of, is he going to be coaching at 67? Because, uh, you know, he has said that that's not something he wants. His father died at 64. In uh, a couple of weeks, he'll be 61 on the, uh, the same day that they play the uh, USC Trojans at Rice-Eccles. That'll be not the, his birthday the game. To it. Yeah, his birthday game. Yeah, I'm sure game. the announcers will, will talk about that. And so it's a fun little thing to bring up on his 61st birthday. But how long is he going to want to do this? That's the issue rather than the finances because the finances, he's already financially set. And just because he signs this doesn't mean that he's going to be coaching at 67, nor does it mean he's going to be retired at 67 for that matter. It doesn't mean it's going to be over at 67. There's anything uh, within those variables of that range that we could possibly see. Well, whatever whatever his plan is, and uh, he has alluded to that, that you know he's kind of got something mapped out, but... He gets to change his plan if he wants. So he can change, Absolutely, yeah. change his yeah. plan and make it earlier. He can change his plan and make it later. And I think we all exactly. remember Lavelle Edwards uh, at the end of his career signed a five-year deal and retired one year later. Uh, I think Lavelle had a plan too. So, <laughs> And he had a plan when he signed a five-year deal. And Kyle's quote was, this shows the support the university has for the program. You know, and obviously it's going to support the program in recruiting for people to know that he's signed through 2027. But like Lavelle, that doesn't mean he has to coach all those seasons. No, and I think exactly like Lavelle Edwards, in the short term, probably in the long term too for that matter, the program is going to mean something to him. So when he's done at 60-whatever, he's going to want to be at, to see it successful. I can tell you from firsthand experience, Lavelle uh, LaBelle Edwards was furious about what happened to the program in the, uh, what, just in the three or four years yeah, after four years. he was done. Well, I mean, that he was, was not he, something he wanted to see. He was furious in the second and third year. And yeah, not course, just about yeah. the wins and losses, because he still knew people who worked in the building. Here he was hearing about the stuff going sideways, and he knew because stuff was going sideways that even when they were losing in year two, he knew what that meant for year three, you know? And so... He knew it wasn't working. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah State. Yeah, it's tough. There's no doubt about it. But it is what it is, and we are where we are. And uh, we got to continue to fight and battle. We have to understand where we are and why we are where we are. And uh, not let any of those be excuses, but be opportunities to get better. And that's exactly where we sit. That's Gary Anderson talking about his 0-2 football team, an Aggie team that is not only 0-2, but they've been blown out twice uh, at Boise State and home to San Diego State. They are in Reno tonight to face the Nevada Wolfpack. The Wolfpack are 2-0, beat Wyoming in overtime, and then uh, beat UNLV pretty soundly in their second game. So they're playing another team from the top half of the league, maybe from the top third or quarter of the league. And PK, we've seen, I would say you could say we've seen one good quarter out of Utah State. 
one quarter where Aggie fans are watching the game going, okay, this is what I want. And the other seven, really not so much. What quarter is that? Uh, the third quarter in Boise, they scored a couple touchdowns and started to get back in the game. Okay. Yeah. Too generous? You want to go 0 for 8? I do, yeah. Yeah, those are the only two options. are 0 and 8 and 1 and 7. If you're going to grade them out quarter by quarter. There is no 2 and 6 or 3 and 5. So they need something. Well, it is what it is, yeah. And it's a what? What did he say? It is we are where is. we are. And if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah, that's a little Florida Georgia line for you. Maybe just guess, let it be. No, you went to Beatles there. Oh, uh, dang it. I went to Florida Georgia line. Uh, considering Florida Georgia is supposed to play, I went to Florida Georgia line. But uh, yeah, it's time to get going here, man. I don't want to hear Nevada's upper third of the league. Isn't it? You want to hear Utah State's upper third of the I league? Don't give a crap what Nevada is. That, that's just making excuses, Nevada. Come on, they're Nevada. And, and you're the Aggies, man. Get going already. Jeez, you looked awful. That's the bottom line. To quote Kyle, bottom friggin' line. I was wondering, uh, you know, okay, I finally figured out why you keep saying Nevada is good. Because you've been hammering that, and then I looked it up. Yeah, I know why I keep saying it, because they beat San Jose State last year. Now it makes sense why you keep pumping them up. <laughs> I think they were, I think if you look, they were picked either first or second this year, too. They were friggin' seven and six last year. Yep. They lost to Ohio. Give me a break about how good they are. I was wondering, I just thought I just thought to myself, I bet you they beat San Diego State last year. And sure as you know what, I just looked it up, just called it up on my phone, and I see that they won last year. That's why you've been pumping them up. They won 17 to 13. What the freaking do? Get out of town. Utah State's got to be better than the Nevada Wolfpack. They are 18-point underdogs to the Wolfpack. They got to be better than them. I stand by my statement. They could be 4,000 points underdog. They've got to be better than them. Nevada picked second in the Western Division this year. They got two first-place votes. San Diego State got the other 19. Uh, They're not going to be for the purposes of the title game, but that is how they did their preseason poll. Back in July, before everything changed, and then everything changed again, and then they had a new plan. All right, you'll hear the game here on 1280 The Zone. We'll have a regular programming on 97.5 The Zone. Scotty G will start at 4 o'clock with the pregame show. The game kicks off at 5 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. And today is his birthday, too. So this is all coming together for football fans of individual schools. Well, let's get Scotty G on the phone and wish him happy birthday. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 117 left first half in the opener of this 2020 season. And the lights just went off here. This is fun. What year is this? 2020. What else should happen? The lights have just gone off here at Kelly Short Stadium. The scoreboards are still on, but the lights are off. Maction, baby! Central Michigan ended up beating Ohio 30-27. The league providing a lot of weeknight programming. Last night, all the teams playing. You watch any of the Maction PK or you skip it? Yach was watching. I watched watched, uh, Ohio and uh, Central Michigan. I mean, Ohio beat Nevada. And we know how damn good Nevada is. So <laughs> Ohio beat them last year. So uh, what the hell? I thought I was watching Ohio State. <laughs> you were watching the Bobcats, not the Buckeyes. <laughs> Go Frank Solich. 
I was wondering why you've been pumping up Nevada. Now I know. <laughs> they're pick second. Because <laughs> they beat your team last year. And they were 7-6, and six and they lost to Ohio in the Potato Bowl. Stick to 2020. They beat Wyoming, who was picked second over in the Mountain Division. <laughs> Third best team in the league. Polls are the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Did, uh, Not just polls. Gonna go, we're going to go by polls. How did President Clinton do in her re-election bid? She lost. <laughs> Louisville has paused all football-related activities. The game with Virginia scheduled for Saturday has been moved back a week. They, uh, they both had buys coming up the next week. Uh, they got 15 members of the Cardinal program tested positive for COVID-19. Ten players, five members of the staff, seven more in quarantine. So they're going to wait a week. Play Virginia a week from Saturday. And Cal's season opener against Washington is in jeopardy. The Golden Bears head coach, Justin Wilcox, said there was a significant number of players needing contract tracing after a player tested positive. So, is it feasible? Yes. Are there hurdles? Yes. So, I guess we're just listing that game as a definite maybe right now. Boise State may have fans. They're trying to get 1,100 fans. That would include mostly family and players. They have approval. It will happen. Oh, it is in? Yeah. It's happened. And 500 Boise State students, they can let them in? There we go. So, there will be a smattering of people for the BYU game. It won't all be piped-in noise. There'll be some real live noise. Yeah, I thought it was a uh, thousand fans for the uh, thousand students issue. It's five hundred students, and then the rest of it will be family and staff, et cetera. Eleven hundred, roughly. So everybody, everybody on the gets a couple or two or four tickets, whatever it is. Supposed to be ten feet apart. Students can be in pairs. It's going to be very interesting. But they can't be impaired. No. Big Sky announced a six-game spring schedule for each of their schools, Weber State, Southern Utah. The league building two bye weeks in, so they're going to play six games in eight weeks. So they'll have a little wiggle room the way Louisville and Virginia have for uh, moving their game back a week. And the way Cal and Washington don't, hopefully they'll be able to kick that thing off. There's your college football, DJ and PK. That foul. Tom is my boy, one of the greatest leaders to be around. You know, he's encouraging, always inspiring. Uh, he brings out the best of the people around him. Uh, he wants the best for everyone around him. I mean, he's the greatest quarterback all time. Uh, none that I've done in the past matter. And uh, I just learned a lot from him. He's been a great guy in my corner and uh, one of my close, close friends. That's Antonio Brown. Obviously, Tom Brady has stuck up for him a couple times in New England and now in Tampa Bay. Will he be the missing piece of the puzzle for the six and two bucks? Yeah, I don't know if they need a missing piece. Uh, it might be know, good think, enough anyway? I think they could potentially be, yeah. I think for Antonio Brown, you know, there was video of him just going berserk and just doing things that you don't want to be doing as a human being. So I look at this as Tom Brady away from football. To me, this isn't a football issue. Uh, it's about a man and his life. with He's got kids and all that type of stuff. To me, that's far more important. And when he speaks of Tom Brady, I mean, Tom Brady's football accomplishments are uh, stand on their own record and accord, and we don't need to go over them because we already know them, and they'll be there forever. Uh, he can only add to them. He certainly can't subtract no matter what he does. And if Brady is sticking up for this man, and this man's got another opportunity to prove himself and get his life right, that's what's most important here, and I would love to see it. Niners put four players on the uh, reserve COVID-19 list after wide receiver Kendrick Bourne tested positive for the virus. Starting left tackle Trent Williams, fellow receivers Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are other players who will miss 
Tonight's game, it's the Thursday night game. It's the Packers and the Niners. Uh, They're expected to elevate three practice squad receivers. So adjust your fantasy teams accordingly. And for the Packers, uh, opportunity to pick up another win. We we were just talking about uh, can the Bucs get it done? And obviously Seattle is your Super Bowl pick, PK. But you got to throw the Packers right in the mix, too. Uh, as long as they win. I mean, they got beat the other night, uh, the other day, I should say. So, they, yeah, this should be an easy win for them under these circumstances, you would think. That would move them to 6-2 and two at midseason if they get yeah. the win. Right. If they get and the And they win. belong yeah. in that mix. Definitely. You know, assuming they go to 6-2, and two, if they lose this game. That's, that's a red that's flag. A, that's yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not expecting that. And at 6-2 and two at the midway point, I would put them in the mix, yes. They are a seven-point favorite, although uh, I don't know that that – I assume that's adjusted and reflects all these uh, players who are going to be missing the game. Uh, Matthew Stafford on the reserve COVID-19 list for the second time this season after being considered a high-risk close contact of a non-team member who tested positive. So Stafford could still play Sunday against the Vikings if he registers five straight negative tests this week. So fantasy owners, keep your eye on that. He's a definite maybe. Uh, Houston Texans star J.J. Watt. Now the Texans, it is not going well for the Texans at all. They've already had the coaching change, got a terrible record. And J.J. Watt, I'm not looking to rebuild. I'm looking to go after a championship, and that's what I want to do when asked about his future with the struggling franchise. So how quickly can they rebuild, and how quickly can he hit free agency? Houston 1-6 right now. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. NBA's Board of Governors and the Players Association will hold separate meetings today and are expected to uh, have an agreement in place on starting the 2021 season on December 22nd, play a reduced 72-game schedule. They're still planning on having the draft November 18th, and then free agents will have to follow that. Training camps open on December 1, and they play on December 22nd. Man, talk about your compressed time schedules, PK. The NBA, it's not back. But it's almost back. December 22nd, this is, that'll be, what, three days after the Pac- four days after the Pac-12 title game? Three days after the SEC title game? Straight right. into basketball. Ah, I want it. I want it back. I think they should come back. I think it's good for people's spirits. I think it's good for, obviously, the NBA and their ownerships. And money's real and it matters. So, and this is what they would, this is what they love to do, I assume. So... Why wouldn't you want to do it? And for those, oh, they didn't have enough time off or what have you. Well, we're going to be sitting on the couch eating ding-dongs? No. You're going to be playing ball. Even if you're not playing real games, you're going to be doing workouts and stuff, most likely. I mean, you can't really let yourself go that much anymore. It requires them to be at a top optimum shape. I mean, look at LeBron, what he was able to do. That one year he lost the weight, and he has been an incredible athlete. Just, I mean, a basketball player for sure, but I'm just talking about from the athletic standpoint, physical conditioning. He's been at the prime. He's been able to extend his career. So the point being that this is what these guys do. So you're already doing it. Why not do it in a formal setting? And this is, and your sport, don't don't ever take your sport for granted. You know, there was a lot of stuff going on uh, in the offseason and whatnot. And so get back to doing what you guys do. And bring us entertainment, because that's essentially what you are. And they love doing it, too. So, to me, it's a win-win. And I think that's part of the reason they've been able to work it out. They're working out all the financial stuff, because obviously there's huge economic losses here, but they're working out on on some deal. They do an escrow deal and withhold 
a percentage of the player's salary, but they're looking to smoothen it out over a couple years. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like all that's figured out. They, you know, they let just enough of it go so that people know what's going on, but not enough of it so we're all like, oh, oh I don't want to hear about it. They've managed that PR angle pretty well. Yep, we're over here crossing T's, dotting I's, figuring stuff out. But don't worry. Don't worry. You're pretty little sportscaster noggin about that. Okay, I won't. But get everything lined up. And December 22nd, because uh, it's weird. You know, the body clock says there should have been a jazz game last night, right? They wouldn't have played on election night, so there would have been a, uh, you know, probably a dozen NBA games on Monday and on Wednesday, if not more. And uh, should have been jazz games Monday and Wednesday. But I miss it. Yeah, yeah. I want them back. December 22nd. Circle that. And, uh, and college football is going to take you right, right up to that date. So it will fit quite well together. All right, DJ and PK, that is what is trending. You're up to speed. It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. We're talking BYU football with Brian Keel coming up at 830. Former Cougar linebacker, Craig Bowlerjack, TV voice of the Jazz at 9 o'clock with all the news on the NBA restarting and... And no doubt his NFL takes on his beloved Kansas City Chiefs. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.